Welcome to track number 22 of the message of sacrifice. Hey man, are you glad about that? Oh, you don't seem to be so happy that they're poor people. Or it doesn't help you. Don't, don't you feel better that there is something that you can do that is going to even put you in a, in a position and a place that maybe ordinary people may not? So even as you are here, look, not everybody is going to be the same. God made us different. We are all different. Amen. And you will be able to get certain rewards. And that's why I want you, look, there are several people here I believe that you can pledge one year I can support and put somebody in the ministry to work for God for one year. $300. I can do it. It may cost you this, 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 that, but you're doing something. And that is my duty to charge you. Pastor Joel, when I go away from here, I'm putting you in charge. Charge them. Pastor Michael, did you hear me? Charge them. Uh, 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 Pastor Quick, 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 charge them. And charge yourself too. Charge them. I said, charge them. I said, charge them. Did you hear me? I said, charge them. That are rich in this world. They should not be high minded. They should not trust in these things. Don't trust in money. Uncertain riches. Look at the economy. It's now going down in America. They said they didn't want Clinton and Gore. They wanted Bush. So gradually the economy is moving to the bush. Wow. Let me tell you something. God is going to give you an opportunity. I want to give. That, that's why, you see, God is also inspiring me and telling me, look, let them be rich in good Let them do this. Let them do this. Let them do this. Let them. God is going to. The principles are being obeyed. You are being blessed. You know something? What's the time? 8.35. All right. We have 25 minutes. 9 o'clock, you hear the right rest. Closing bell. Bam, 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 bam. It's over. How many have been blessed with our few hours that we've had? It's good. Amen. Listen. God is going to reward you and is going to bless you. Think about it, all of you. I'm going to ask you. Remind me to ask you before we close. Because I feel that some of you here should put it down and say this. And any money, our church is so big. If it's a very big church, I, I must be honest with you. With so many aspects. When you are giving towards a road this way. It goes on that line. It doesn't get mixed. That's why I said everything I are doing goes here. Another one, it goes here. Another one. When you mix it up, it will go to the wrong place. What you give, you are supporting a particular thing and that is where it must go. Otherwise, it will get mixed up and be used for something else. If you want to buy shoes for me, I can show you the channel by which you buy shoes for me. If you want to support a missionary, I'll show you the channel by which you can support missionaries. Amen. So I don't want it to be that you are trying to support missionaries and you ended up buying shoes for me. No, that should not be the case. Amen. Do what your heart, what, what you feel you are doing, that's what should be done. Amen. Are you still alive or you've decided to go home? Alright. So, so this point is very... But how did we get into all these things? I don't even know. 
Sacrifice so that your heart is with God. Because the Bible says that, lay up treasures for yourself, for where your treasure is, there. Because you've laid up such a foundation for the time to come, Gilly, your heart will be there. Where you put your money, your heart goes there. I have come to see something. Pastors, listen to this one, is for pastors. I have come to see, are the pastors listening to me? Elders, whatever you are, brothers. One of the first things that God calls you to do when you become a pastor is to put your own money into the church. Your own personal money into the church as a pastor to make the church work. Because my personal money, especially at the beginning of the church, went into the church to make the church work. Personally, what you have, you put in. So I want to say to the pastors, if you also don't lead the way to invest in the church, the church will not work. Because you see, people also follow you in an invisible way. When you are somewhere in an invisible way, they follow you there. You don't even know why they follow you there. When you give as a pastor, the people also give. You don't even know because you if secretly you give. Me, I don't tell you what I, I give. I can't stand here and say what I give. It's not wise. But I give. And it's also making people give. Because they are following me spiritually. So pastors, your heart must be in the church. Put your treasure in the church. And your heart will be there. Amen. I have put my family's treasure into the church. My family. One time somebody was insulting me in one country. Accusing me of all sorts of things. And I just marveled to myself. And I just thought about it. I said, man, when I have even caused the wealth of my family to be put into the church. And I just, I would just tell, I would just say to this person, do this. This person, do this. Not to me, oh. Because I could also talk to my own when I say that, keep this thing to me. But I would say to them, put it in the work. God will bless you. It's amazing that somebody would turn around and turn and say something else. I said, man! Why? Oh, why? Indeed, a superfly is moving around. <laughs> Let your heart be there. Probably the last point. Probably the last point. And it's interesting. I never finished preaching about sacrifice. For all the places I've preached it, I've never finished. And I don't think I'm finishing here too. Sacrifice because there is a difference between something being given or something being taken. Uh, the children have grown wild, but I tell you, uh, they have decided to take us. Now, when something is given, it's different from when it's taken. <laughs> now, what, is that? what point did I give you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a difference between when something is given and something is taken. Now, when you sacrifice, you end up giving something. Sometimes, when we don't sacrifice, we end up having that thing taken from us. 
Now Jesus said something, and I, I, I don't have the reference here, but I um, maybe we'll get it afterwards. He said, "No one takes my life from me. I lay it down. I lay it down." I said, "I lay it down." How many realize there's a difference between when, let's say, you are wearing, postman is wearing a nice dress, and then you ask her for the dress, and then another one when she gives it to you. There are two different things altogether. One, she gave it. And one, it was sort of taken by the, it was taken away by the request. They are very different. Don't lose your blessing by waiting for things to be taken away from you. I said, don't lose your blessing by waiting for things to be taken away from you. There's a difference when something is given and when it's taken. You know that Jesus would have lost his life anyway. Huh? The, the hatred was building up. The hatred was building up. He would have had to run away from Jerusalem. They hated him and they feared him too much. And so, it got to a point, he himself gave himself up. He gave himself up. And if he had not given himself, they would have taken him anyway at a point. And so Jesus said, no one, because there's a big difference. No one takes my life. I give it. I lay it down. I lay it down. Let us come to the point in this church where nobody will stand up and ask. After the first session, Elaine came to tell me, is there any place where we can write? I want to register those who are paying 300. I've not done an altar call for that thing. But she came and brought herself that. I want to be one of the people who pays for that. Nobody has done any altar call. You see, there's a difference between when you are giving something and when it is being extracted from you. Let us get to the point. One thing I like about the American Millionaires Club is that they call me to ask me what to do. I said, the Millionaires Club of America is different from all the other... We have other Millionaires Clubs. We have other Millionaires Clubs and they all do something good. But the difference with the American Millionaires Club and the other millionaires club is that American ones call me and tell me, ask me what to do and I become, I get hot as to know what to do. Two weeks ago. Boo-boo! Okay. A couple of weeks ago in Ghana, as we, we were having our fasting and I and I announced that we wanted to buy a bus. I mean, I, when I, when I, I wanted to do from fundraising to buy um, a bus. But I decided not to raise the funds. I said, well, let me just tell my millionaire's club. And I, anyway, I wanted to let the church also be involved. So I told Pastor Johnny, go and get a bus from the dealers and come and pack it here without the number, without anything, not registered. And convince the man, tell the man that if he brings his car to park in the church, it will never go back. It's sold. And asked how much was 50 something million. And I raised, I told the church, let's buy it. We can buy it. They said, we can buy it. But after the service, I called the Millionaire's Club and I said, I called the Joyce. I said, come. You see the bus? Buy it for us. Okay. Yes, Bishop. We'll buy it. They just bought it. In fact, they, they, they raised, what, 60 something million. They were beyond it. And they just paid for the bus straight away. Just a week, two weeks. It was gone. Like that. I took the money from them. In that sense. But if they had come to me to give it, it would have been different. But there is a difference between when it is given 
and when it is taken. They are still blessed, of course, but there's a difference. Some people may end up being full-time, almost in self-defense. There's almost nothing, there's almost no option, and you, are, you end up being, it's like that ends up becoming the situation. It's different from when you give it, and then when it is taken, it's different. They are different. Hmm? So give before it's taken. Because there are some things that will definitely go. So give before it's taken. Many people who don't pay tithe pay that money to so many other things. Paying for this, paying for that, paying for... In the end, there's still nothing. I say in the end, there's still nothing. How many realize that? In the end, there's still nothing. It's a greater blessing when you give. When you give, rather than having a thing taken away from you. So American Millionaires Club, keep it up. It's good. Clap for yourselves. Amen. There's a difference. Alright? And I believe that that should be the case. Let's get to the point where people don't even stand and talk. Like, did I tell you about the mixer we're buying in in Accra? I didn't ask anybody and I didn't expect anybody. It would never occur to me that somebody would come and buy he just came and said, I am giving this money to buy the thing. It's very different from when I called him and said to myself, I said, eh, Brother Suezo, I feel that God is telling me that I believe that with all my heart, in the name of Jesus, by the move of the power and unction of the Holy Ghost, there is a mixer in there that you can buy. And he says to me, I'm going to pray about it. I'll tell you on Sunday. Then he comes on Sunday and says, okay, I've thought about it. I'll do it. That's very different from when the man comes to me and says, I'll pay for the mixer. Begin to give without it being asked of you. Tell the person sitting next to you, I feel that this particular one is, is, is about you. The man is talking to you. I have that, I have that feeling that the man is talking to you. <laughs> Amen. How many are blessed with a sacrifice? 